beyond the yard. I am Efren Martinez, also known as Derek Destroyer from, you know, Backyard Wrestling, the doctor of Backyard Wrestling. And I have a guest. I wouldn't call him a guest anymore. I would consider it as a partner on this podcast now. The guy that kicked my ass if you saw Devil's Night 2. He doesn't need any more introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my partner, Caution, also known as Sebastian, but Caution. Hell yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it is the best backyard wrestler of all time, and I say that with confidence. Welcome back to the show, man. It feels so cool to have you back. It feels great to be back. I remember you were my first guest right after Devil's Night. You know, we made an episode, and look at that. A year now, later. Now we back after Devil's Night 2. For real, like two years in a row. Just think about that. Two years exactly. in a row. Exactly. The most legendary backyard wrestling match of our era. For real. To be honest, I don't know what other match. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other good matches this year, but that's 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 um I, match I, of the year candidate. Don't be don't be modest now, Efren. We are Oh no, I'm not. We are the we are the legends. The legends of backyard wrestling. There you go. Like um Mike Lopez. Thank you for commenting. What was he gonna say? But how does it feel to be back on the show again? Uh, it, it honestly feels amazing. Like every time I'm on this thing, it makes me feel, it makes me feel famous. And that's what I love about it. That's pretty yeah. badass. And not going to lie. I, I seen, um, a podcast episode. I forgot what it was called, but you were in it. You were being interviewed. I was, I was, I, I was, I've been in a couple different podcasts. Oh, uh, nice. I've been, I've been on beyond the yard with Derek destroyer. Uh, one of my, the first podcast I was ever on rest in peace. Have to say his name, Matthew Radcliffe. Of Wrestle okay. Geek, he passed away back in uh, I want to say 2017, 2018, uh, and then I've also been on. I don't even remember the name of the guy, but he wanted to talk about it because he had a wrestling podcast. He's, he he usually talked about wrestling, but he mm. used me as to talk about backyard wrestling because he had never watched it before until he saw my TikTok. Nice, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I remember on the podcast episode that you were talking about is that you mentioned TikTok is like the source of of everything nowadays it, it really is that people have that short tension span where they can only watch like those 10 to 60 second videos so they just you know scroll through that and like everybody's on tiktok my mom's on tiktok my dad who barely knows how to use a phone is on tiktok <laughs> for like, real like it's it's everywhere uh-huh it's, it's blown up the world and it, it's definitely taken over professional wrestling a lot i see a lot of professional wrestling all over tiktok that's exactly. all over my for you page right well, I mean, I use TikTok because, you know, just for entertainment purposes, but like there's like TikTok is a good way to not only promote yourself, but expand your your product. I guess you could say that. Exactly. Like I like TikTok, but at the same time, I hate TikTok. Like I feel like it makes me feel like a loser for being on TikTok. I was like, because <laughs> I, I actually have it. And then I'm like, but I was like, but it's a cool app. But at the same time, it makes everybody famous. And I don't like everybody on TikTok. But True. that's why they, right. that's why I like the the idea of the for you page because it's for you. It's like it's not gonna show you a bunch of shit that you don't like, and if it does, then you can comment hateful stuff, and it makes it fun. For real, well, I was gonna say because I remember TikTok when it was brand new. Like it showed a lot of people just dancing, you know. Which, not gonna lie, it was pretty cringy, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. The beginning stages of TikTok was terrible because it just got out of that musically stage, and people for real. Then people started making it like Vine again, and then then it was good. Uh, I mean, I watch, I use TikTok for like memes and stuff. Cause, I mean, who doesn't like memes? You know. You cut out for a second on me, buddy. Oh, I said um, I like TikTok because you know sometimes they have good memes. You know. Oh yeah, like TikTok, funny they, funny stuff. Countless, countless of great videos. I follow right. I follow so many accounts. It's 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 bad. It's it's TikTok is an addiction. You catch yourself at three a.m. <laughs> For real, <coughs> like you could say, okay, just one more video, but you end up watching like fifteen of them. Exactly, not even realizing. Like that's how crazy TikTok is nowadays. But what was I gonna say? So me and Caution, we were talking about this yesterday, but we were watching on BTW season finale. Yes, yes, that was great show from BTW. I like the guys up there. Mm, they were pretty chill, and you know, props to RJS Ryan because you know, from what I've heard, he's the one that you know edited all the videos and stuff. Props, I give it to him. I give it to him. Continue on your work, though. Continue trying to progress. That's that's my message to RJS. 
Exactly, because, you know, from experience, from you and me, we know that editing is kind of a pain in the ass, pretty much. Especially when you have a bunch of effects that you add to the videos, you know? Exactly. Like, you know, don't overproduce it, but still make it good. Exactly. Like, just put stuff that you feel comfortable with, you know, instead of just putting a lot of transitions, put, like, what's easy, but, like, what fits to you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you don't want to put, like, a lot of effects on it, and it doesn't come out good. Still trying to keep it good. Exactly. But anyways, anything new lately? Well, I'm pretty much sure that the fans don't know, but, like, tell us what's happening on the life of Sebastian. Uh, currently right now I'm working on my, uh, little, little bit of clothing brand. Got it right here. Uh, it's the love's evil. Uh, it's, it's based off of Eminem lyrics. Love is evil. Spell it backwards. I'll show you. Uh, I, I, I just think it, I just think it's cool. I like, I like wearing fashionable clothing. I like wearing comfortable stuff. So I wanted to make my own because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I, I look at and I was like, I can make that. I can make money. <laughs> mm, right. And so I, I, I decided to make, why not make my own? And, uh, I'm also working on the transition into going to be a professional wrestler. Uh, I, I came to the decision. I, I ran from wrestling for a long time. That's why there was no TWF videos for like two years. I was, I was running from it. You know, you know, bull, bullying is a bitch, and <laughs> I, I, I ran from it. But I'm back, and uh, I, ain't, I'm not running from it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember, you know, right after Devil's Night, especially on the day that I was leaving North Carolina, we had a talk. You remember? Yes, we did. So, so for the guys that don't know this, like, he was so amazed of the way I performed that, you know, he he wants to see my ass in a wrestling ring. That's what he legit told me. You, you need, you need your ass inside of a ring. Like, right. like, like, that it's just the chemistry because I've, I've been inside of professional wrestling rings and I wrestled professional wrestlers because I did go through the training process at one point and you just have that fluency to you. Like you, you, you can get in there and like, like I feel like everybody can get comfortable with you. It's just the fact of like, like cause you're light and, and, and you, and you move so fast and it's just like butter, bro. Like it, it was, it was a perfect match in my opinion, uh-huh. you know, regardless Regardless on some of the the comments that I seen, some of them that you showed me, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. that was that was one one person. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> For real. No, but the moment you told me that, I was doing research, like, like I was trying to find some you know wrestling federations, you know companies, leagues, whatever, indies in Kansas, and I found a few, which I think the closest to me it was like two or three hours away. Mm-hmm. So I got in contact with him and I told him that, you know, I'm down to start training, even though like, I don't know how the process is behind it, but I'm pretty sure, you know, I could, you know, put my floor in the dirt, put my foot in the door. Exactly. You know, that, and, and that's what it's about, uh, because back whenever I started, uh, I, I mean, it wasn't great professional wrestling training by any means. You know, I learned like the, the, the bare basics because these were guys right. that were also learning that were relying their information on to me and these were they were at the beginning stages because they were off they were also doing their indie scene uh shouts out, i'm not going to shout out many names but i will shout out to my boy number one uh and, and he trained me a lot and he, he showed me a lot of a lot, lot of good stuff to use you know i found out everything in wrestling is done on the left which i'm a right-handed so that made it a little bit confusing for me at the start but he got me down on that i learned how to bump well learn mm-hmm. you know basic in-ring movements and it was it was a good experience and i wish i would have continued doing it but you know I, I got bullheaded and you know you know time wasn't working well because i was 14 and my parents didn't want to drive you know three hours just to get me to, to to these places just for them to to train me something for two or three hours and for them to come pick me back up because they would leave and come back right but, uh-huh. Yeah, they just didn't want to make that drive. But now that I have my own license and now I'm getting to, you know, that financially stable position to where I uh-huh. can I can get inside the ring and, and do what I was meant to do. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if much people know about this, but you had a match with your dad that one time. I did. Uh, I had a match in the VTW ring at with with my dad. Cause uh, he he took me to practices a lot, and his dream was to become a professional wrestler. So I wanted I wanted to let him live his dream a little bit, and he had a match against me. Uh, we we had a we had a botch 
right at the beginning of that match. Uh-huh. So I, I went and it was the stupidest botch. So I slung him into the rope and I went to, he, he told me clothesline. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm like, all right. So I had the momentum, so I'm doing the clothesline. But no, he had his arm out, and I'm like, then why are you giving me the clothesline? <laughs> okay. And, but at the same time, you know, I, I get it, but so we both just fell on the ground. But then we picked it back up from them. I did the little kip up, started punching them a little bit. Yeah. They, they gave us a five minute match. It was pretty much just a training match for, for sure. me. You know, just to see what dad can do, too. And they were very impressed by my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, very. Uh, so, it, this is a funny story about my dad. So, he got inside the ring one day, and there's this wrestler, and it goes, yeah, excuse me, he goes by the name of Zach Daniels. And okay. uh, Zach, he is not a short guy. Zach, he's like six foot, six foot six. <laughs> like, that's that's my guess, six foot four, six foot six, somewhere in that range. And my dad, he was, he was like, let me see if I can get my drop kick up to. And he was like, all right. My dad flew over Zach's oh, head shit. to try to drop kick him. And like my dad landed perfectly and everybody was like, oh shit. And, and like, cause my dad, he's like in his forties and he just went in there and like he did a drop kick better than half of them and they were doing. They were like, shit. Right. Wow. But, yeah. Just, just a funny story about Pops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I met your dad last year. Unfortunately, I couldn't meet him this year, but you know, he's pretty chill. Like he's one of like the coolest dads, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he he was he, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, by by the looks or the way I, I saw him, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I go see him regularly. Uh, we uh we had the first Devils Night down there at Dad's. Yeah, that's that was cool. that was a cool experience. He helped us build the entrance way, and we had the we had the fog. That was cool. And uh, let's talk about that though. The setting up the stage. You remember that? Remember it was like hot as hell that day. It was it was hot as hell, and then being inside of the stage was even hotter. We all were shirtless at that point when we were setting up the stage. Coming into it, so we were in there just sweating. I was sweating my fucking face paint off. I that, that was so much that I remember from that day, like like in general, like I remember like getting my hair cut. I remember uh-huh. I remember waking up that morning, and I that was the only day that I didn't knock on your door. I don't know if you know that, but no that shit. was. Yeah, every 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 day before I walked inside the camper that you stayed in, I would uh-huh. knock on the door. That day I did not knock. I just burst inside of that door because I, I had a whole different energy that day. Because, you know, all these other days I spent it, you know, wake up, train with Efren. Today uh-huh. it's wake up and kill Derek, and that was what was on my mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh fuck. And, we uh, pretty much killed each other, at that much. We I mean, did. we were still alive, but you know, we killed it. To be honest. We did, and and that was a hard transition too because I hadn't wrestled for over a year at that point. I, I like, and I I really didn't have an interest at that point until like you brought me the idea of Devil's Night, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'd be down. And because believe it or not, guys, it was not my idea to have a Halloween theme paper for real. You know, regardless of my 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 dark personality, he was the or or Ephraim was the one who had the idea for Devil's Night because. He's like, I'm coming down in September, and I want to post this in October, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. So like, and that was whenever we did Devil's Night One, and it, we we built it up, and I love how nobody thought it was gonna happen because for we real. we had talked about it for years, and you know, we we kind of like teased it. We were like, yeah, we're gonna it's gonna happen, and then like it never did. It kind of fell off, and they uh-huh. we, they just thought it was a rivalry from 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 so long that it would never ever happen. Like. It, it is way too much of a drive for either of them to do it. And then you came twice. Like <laughs> Two years in a row. Think about that. Two years in a row. By the way, that's what she said. I had to put it on myself. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck, like, that's just fucking crazy. Like, just thinking about one person traveling half of the country, you know, like, that's just twice. a crazy concept. For real. <laughs> but holy shit. Like, that's because I remember I was in Iowa. That was the, the first time I've ever been out of Kansas by myself and I told caution because since at that time I had my own car and you know I, I didn't tell my parents about me going to North Carolina you know like this whole this was all on me yeah <laughs> and you know the way I see it you know you only live once you know mm-hmm. so just enjoy try to make the best moments in your life if you can and that's, that's crazy. what I did I'm gonna be honest I didn't know that your parents didn't know oh, for real <laughs> I did, I did not know that until well, right now. Like, well, I kind of see now? it now. I kind of see it now because, like, whenever, like, you would get a phone call, you'd be like, hold up, hold up, <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> for real, pretty much. Yeah. I actually told my parents that I'm going to stay in Iowa for a week. 
just to chill. Yeah. <laughs> but I like I like driving to North Carolina, but I didn't like leaving North Carolina. Now, now I know I know you're the interviewer, but I have to ask a question. Did, yeah, did go you, ahead. You could ask me anything. That's did what you, partners. Did, yeah. Did you tell them whenever you got back? Like, did you tell like, hey, I went to North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So I didn't tell them right away. I think I let it settle down for like a month or two. You know. Mm-hmm. Then I was wearing a North Carolina <laughs> shirt. You remember? Because I told you. Yeah. Yeah. You, I wanted you got to it. Get... So they found out and they told me, he's like, why are you wearing a North Carolina shirt? Then I was like, oh, it's because, um, you know, uh, I scratched my head. <laughs> oh, I drove down there. <laughs> you what? <laughs> yeah. And I told them that like two months later because I told them that if I told them right away, then, you know, they'll get pissed. But exactly. I told them, you know, two months later. They want to be as pissed because that's that was already in the past, you know. Yeah, that's 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 what I but, was thinking because I was but, like, like I, you wouldn't have to doing wait that on for the that. first time. Like, that's not something like you just you just <laughs> up front. I get it. That's crazy. I did not know that. Uh huh. So, I mean, I I love their moment because I felt free as a bird. You know, like Leonard Skinner, I guess. Hell yeah. <laughs> fuck, I would I would do that in a heartbeat again just to. Recapture that moment again. You know? Okay, I have another question. Did you tell him that you went this time? <laughs> uh, I don't. You know, I don't think I did. Maybe I told like family or like friends. Maybe my sister. But I, didn't, I don't think I told her. <laughs> I mean, because the way I see it, like I'm an adult now. You know, like I, I mean, I told it. him. I told you know my mom that I like to travel, but you know, I get it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I did not know that. Fuck. I did not I mean, know that. If you did it, like, okay, let's switch the tables. If you had to drive down here, like, how would you have done it? I I would have told my mom, because my mom, like, it has been always her admiration for me to travel the world. Like, okay. she, she has wanted nothing more for me, because, like, my mom, she's been, she's been on so many vacations. And my, my, yeah. mom, my mom, she's been to Arizona. She's been to Texas. She's been to Mexico. She's been like to the Bahamas three times. Like she, wow. my mom, and she's been to a lot of other states that I'm not naming because I don't really remember. But okay. yeah, my mom, she traveled the world with her best friend, and that's what that's all she wanted for me. My mom wanted me to experience different things and see the world more than outside of North Carolina. Because whenever I, I I used to tell my mom about it, she was just like, "You're too young." My mom was like, "Whenever you're 18, you can go out there." Like whenever yeah. we first started the rivalry, and. uh that that was the reason why I couldn't cause you're like you're too young and you know you you can't go out there alone, and now she's getting to the point like whenever I I talk about going out and going places like she she's completely okay with it she's like she she wants to help me a little bit with it. That's pretty nice. That's pretty cool. Just because when I did it like you know I grew up Hispanic so it was kind of difficult for me you could say that but you know if I told them what I was gonna do or like why I was doing it. They wouldn't be liking as it. Supportive. That makes sense. Yeah, they would. They wouldn't be as supportive. And I get that. I mean, if 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 <laughs> if I told my mom is like, "Hey, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna drive 24 hours just so I can get <laughs> my ass kicked on a trampoline by a sweaty person that I don't know," for real, <laughs> she'd be like, "What the fuck? No." <laughs> uh, but my my mom, she has she she's opened her eyes to it a lot more now, being that you came down and stuff. She sees how much of an importance it is. And uh, I, I showed my mom the video, the last video from TWF, the end. Uh, uh-huh. It wasn't the last video. I'm gonna, I'm still gonna post content for TWF, but for sure. But uh, that video, like my mom, she was like, "Wow, I did not Man, know how for long real. that you had been doing this." I was like, "Yeah," like because she, I had a lot of other phases as a kid. I wanted to be a ventriloquist. I wanted to be a magician. I wanted to be a comedian, and mm-hmm. uh, she, like, she was just like, "Oh," and then the phase passed and. You know, now she was like, "Wow, the wrestling one actually stuck." Because I wanted, yeah. no- I wanted, I want nothing more in this world than to be an entertainer. Like that's that's always been my my primary goal. I don't I don't care what it is because I've done music, I've mm-hmm. done I've done music. I've always like wrote little movies, like little little skit ideas, and like TWF. That was my baby. That was my masterpiece. Like because uh-huh. I mean. All the other guys, they got to be themselves, but I, I was, I was kind of like their guide to get there because they didn't watch wrestling as much as I did. Other, other than Ace, 
Like exactly. they, they they didn't watch it as much, so they didn't really have you know much is is an input on it as I did, and I I kind of like pushed them in the right direction. I was like, you can do this character, and I think you could play it really well, and they did, and you know, and they ended up enjoying it in the end. Other than I do have to mention this, uh, Aiden, Aiden Anderson, aka Thorn, the dude who beat me in ba- or Backyard Mania three, like my like. So Backyard Mania was my WrestleMania. That was that was the one that I took pride in. So I wanted to be like the Undertaker and have an undefeated streak. Uh-huh. But I had so underutilized Aiden Anderson over the years, like because he, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, like I went back and I watched the videos. I was like, he was really good at the offense that he got in, and he was so good at selling. But it was like I underused him back then, just because yeah. like me and Gavin started it. So I was like, all right, he's the top guy. And then Caleb, yeah. he was training with me all the time. I was like, he's the top guy. And like Gage, he would still come around. He would still be in the training and stuff, but I just wouldn't pay attention to him as much because, you know, I have the owner and I have the person who's training with me every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I underutilized him. So he got, he finally got to beat Caution at his masterpiece of Backyard Mania. And the best Backyard Mania. Th- Can we talk about Backyard Mania 3? Bro, let's talk about that. Backyard Mania. So. There was there was a lot of stuff to go down that day. Uh, I was I was trying to piece together matches, like Bro. so because we the the original idea was we had a fight for the fallen pay per view planned. Mm-hmm. I remember that, and I wanted to do a gauntlet match, and Derek Destroyer wins the gauntlet match, and he goes on to face Ace Diamond at Backyard Mania, and. Well, actually, Fight for the Fallen, that's when Derek Destroyer ma- makes his debut. Yeah, that, that, that's that's what it was going to be. But then you came, or you came down and, like, Hurricane Ian arrived. Yes. <laughs> and, and that ruined so much plans that we had. It really did because it, it was just so rainy for, like, two, three days. I mean, Hurricane Ian didn't hit us that bad, but it was, right. you know, that one day, it just rained all day. Uh-huh. And I, I know you weren't feeling it that day because you had the LEDs going on in the building for like right. all day. That that's that's honestly what I think it was. I don't think you ate anything wrong or anything like that. No, I mean I it's just it, like I guess it like fucks with your brain or like just makes you feel ill. I guess I don't know what it is exactly. It really did because you had it on that changing setting in there. <laughs> like with the at first, switch. I thought it was cool, but I guess I was just fucking going to like a trans or something, you know? Exactly, bro. It was just, <laughs> it, it, and the thing is, is that building is so dark. Exactly, Whenever, and it's so dark, and that's the only light that you have, and it's just flashing over and over again. Whenever uh-huh. you walk outside and you see the real sunlight, it's piercing your eyes. Exactly, like like that's that's what it's like for people who like spend ten hours in a strip club at night drinking all night and walk <laughs> outside. Like, for real. like that looked like seen out of Varsity Blues is what it feels like. Uh huh. I mean, that's like Las Vegas because you know the life is pretty much night, you know, because that's where everything is mostly active, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, like fucking in the night, you see, like, the lights flashing. You get to see, you know, the girls out in the streets, I guess, you know, or whatever. But, but fuck, I remember that was the same day I met, or I wouldn't say met, but I got to see um, Caleb, also known as Ace Diamond, for the yes. first time. But, yeah. you know, fuck, I was just sick to really enjoy the moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh... You got to meet Gage the first day, uh, Aiden Anderson. Jesus, my little brother is screaming. He does not want to go to bed. But anyways. <laughs> it's uh, like, what, nine, 9 o'clock over there? Uh, Yeah, something like that. It's like 9, 9.30, something like that. Okay. It's it's Isaiah's bedtime, and he hates bedtime. Uh, but anyways, so Ace, he, he, he came over later on that week, or later on that day. And uh, y'all hit it off pretty well. So it, it was a different experience this time because last time it was just me and you all day, every day. For and this, real. And, and this time, like, I got a little, I got a little, like, rest break from, from people in general. Like, I got to chill with my girlfriend for a little bit because I'm, I'm not a very social person. I can't spend days on end with a person. Like, I don't, I don't get, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm going to have to get used to it on how wrestlers have to have to True. share hotel rooms and stuff, but I'm a I'm a I'm a personal person. I like to I like to sit in my solitary and <laughs> No, that's that's understandable because you know in a weird way, like being by yourself is kind of comfortable, you know? Exactly. You know in a way. You know, we all got that little bit of craziness that wants to be alone. For but real. uh but I don't I don't think that uh, uh let me rephrase. 
Uh, I th- I think that it was a a a, a a a whole different experience this time. And I th- I thought it was a cooler experience this time. How we got everybody involved, and it wasn't just me and you trying to create this entire thing. For real, like but we t- got to see like you know pretty much the TWF boys, you know, and that was exactly. like pretty cool. Exactly. I think it uh, this time it kind of felt more special, like because. You know, whenever we had the Backyard Mania, that was the best performance that I had gotten out of Shotgun Steven since we started this thing. Uh-huh. Like, like I got the best performance out of him, and like, like, and nobody even knew it was the end at this point because I didn't tell them. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, they they didn't know until the end of Devil's Night too. And uh, you know, Shotgun Stevens, me and me and him had a had a good match as myself as Ulysses. Don't tell anybody I was right. Ulysses, by the way. <laughs> But anyway, like we, we we had a best great performance out of him, and then like your yours and and Caleb's match. Oh my God, that shit that shit was beautiful because y'all y'all practiced it and y'all got so many moves down so well. And then For real. It, it was just and whenever y'all pieced it together. It was I wish beautiful. I could rewatch it, but without any knowledge of it, just like you know our Devil's Night match. Because like there's just something about watching your matches because like even though you already know how you perform, but when you watch it. It, it just, just hits different, different, you know. Exactly. You see that you see the camera version instead of your you doing it version. You see it from a fan's perspective and not your perspective. For real. And I like the referee's involvement during the backyard manual match with me and Caleb. Oh yeah. <laughs> like especially when I won the title, like the referee was freaking out. He was like, ah, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ulysses was excited that you were you were the champion. For real. Yeah, but immigrant, you know. A different person from, you know, a different company winning your guys' title, like, you know, exactly, bro. Like that was pretty cool. That was that was a whole different thing, and you were the only person outside of TWF to to do it who's who's, mm-hmm. who's held more championships outside of right. TWF. I would say that that was crazy. Backyard Mania three was then, the perfect mania for TWF. Exactly, and then my match with Thorn that was that was the most offense. That that Aiden Anderson had ever given, and that was that was crazy experience for me because like me and me and Aiden we became like we we bonded a lot more than we used to, and over the past mm-hmm. year me and him we become best friends, and us having that match it was because he's so groggy and he hated he hated that Aiden Anderson character so much, and I I was trying to bring, yeah I was the recharge right? Aiden to do TWS it was the recharge because like he really didn't want to do it but he was doing it for me because he knew that I loved it so much. And you know he would come out here and he would he would give pretty decent matches, but you know in this backyard mania match you know he really wasn't feeling it. He had just gotten off of work and he was not feeling it. So, For real. <laughs> so whenever I got to when whenever I got to my promo, whenever I started talking trash, I was I was really talking trash. Like that wasn't just a, a caution and thorn promo. Like that was a Sebastian and gauge promo like because that's why like because i told i was like i peer pressured you and bullied you into coming out here and you still did it like because i was calling him dumb for doing the match and Uh he still did it and he gave me he gave me that 100 percent that i wanted i I thought it came out beautiful for real um how would you say or how is your record in backyard mania if that makes sense i have a two and one record at backyard mania now it's funny because you know with ACW Yard of Mania, I'm two and one as well. So similarity right there, I guess. You were a three. Oh no, my screen went out. Y'all can't see my beautiful face anymore. Oh but no. It, uh, I, I mean, it's still recording the audio, which is pretty good. It's okay. Y'all can still hear my velvet voice. For real. <laughs> but I just put a picture of caution. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? We were talking about um. That you that you and I were two and one in Armenia's. We were in the the part that I also found crazy. Aren't you a three time ACW champion as well? Yes. One time Rumble winner. Not that I recall. No. No, you're a two time Rumble winner. You won the ACW Rumble and the BTW Rumble. Correct. That that wasn't me though. It was another wrestler though. Oh, it was another wrestler. Okay. Yeah. No, but you won King of the Yard, so that makes us even. Yes. Better. For real, because I have won the Riot Rumble, I've held the TWF YouTube Championship three times. I've held the TWF Championship three mm-hmm. times, and I, 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 like I said, I won the Rumble, and I've, I've, I've done a lot of other stuff. Yeah, and 
I remember I was talking to you about this in person where, like, the 2019 version of Derek versus the 2019 version of Caution, like, hits different, you know? Like, we were just, I guess you could say we were young, even though it was just a few years ago, you know? Exactly. Like, it was, it's crazy. I wouldn't say, like, we were in our prime, but it was, like, something like that, you know? Yeah, like, I, I feel I feel like this was our prime. And exactly. In my opinion, this in, this entire Devil's Night 2 Backyard Mania experience, that was, this, this is my prime in backyard wrestling. I Like, whenever we were posting videos. Uh-huh. I primed the best, the best emotion that I gave into it, and the hardest I worked for it was this part. For real. And the fun part about our match, all the matches that I've been in TWF was the sawling, because I like to saw it just looks looks fun, you know? Exactly. Especially when we had the fans, because, you know, that was our main focus is the fans, because I never competed in front of the fans before. Yes, you were told to go suck an ice dick so many times. Bro, I, I got so heated and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno being the bad guy was fun. <laughs> exactly. That, it was Mm-hmm. So there, there, that we had the neighbor kids, the people who live next door to me and who have for years. So they got to see a different perspective. Like they used to watch TWF from the yard, and this time they got to see it up close. Uh, I had uh-huh. the I had the the TWF guys out there. They were rooting me on because, you know, the the feel from it. It was you were the bad guy in this situation because you're not TWF. These all these people are rooting for me. They were all here to watch me, and they watched you get your ass kicked. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know that was. That was my best experience out of it. <laughs> Bro, and, and I liked it. I mean, even though, like, I was a bad guy. But, like, you were the hero to your people. And, like, it was cool to see that, you know? Exactly. Like, like, I, I had, like I had, I've never been a face before. Uh-huh. <laughs> and well, I, I felt like I had to be it. Holy – I remember the contract signing. Like, I remember I was, like – I had my feet up the table because, you know, that was kind of, like, my thing, you know? Yeah. And fucking Steven, <laughs> he comes and puts my feet off. Like, come on, man. I'm trying to do my thing. And you interrupt it. And you're like, oh, thank you, thank you. And, like, I get pissed <laughs> off. And I'm like, this is why North Carolina sucks. And everybody booed me. And I loved it. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Oh, and, and you're like, oh, it's just, oh, it's just getting started. <laughs> exactly. I got I got so riled up during that contract. Sign. Whenever they started chanting caution, I, For I, real. I, I switched personalities. Uh-huh. Like, it was it was something. Uh-huh. And I like the way, you know, I presented because I wasn't, like, like, oh my god, like, you know, to say my property, like, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. No, like, I walked in, like, I own that shit. Like, I'm the TWF champion, even though I'm not a TWF wrestler. Like, that's that was my attitude, you know, exactly. Like, and and th- this time we had the Titan Tron, that was that was really cool. And what I also liked about it is that you didn't tell me that yours had a video in front of it, too, for real. Yeah, you you didn't tell me shit. Like I showed you my video, and you didn't show me yours. So I watched yours, and I got mad at it. And that's <laughs> that that showed my aggression for it. For real, because I mean, like you showed me mine, but like I didn't want like because you thought it was just gonna have my name on the Titantron. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, but no, I wanted to do something unique because um because with your Titantron, it was like how 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 would I describe it? Like, tell me. It was it was eerie. The there the you vibe, go. That the, that's the word I was looking for. The vibe that it, I was going for was a jealous manic man who is broken and he wants what was his in the first place. Like that was that was what he felt like because Devil's Night one, like whenever you think whenever you thought of Devil's Night and you see somebody come out in the White Ranger thing and you see somebody come out in all black face paint, you uh-huh. think that you know he it's centered around the guy that's dark if it's Devil's Night one, but you see him lose and then you're like, what the fuck? Like. Yeah. Exact and and then you watch Devils and then you see Devils Night Two and you're like oh this motherfucker's gonna get his vengeance this time and then whenever you go to watch oh oh wait there hasn't been a Devils Night Three uh huh so but, who knows <laughs> no but what I like because speaking about Titan Trons like yours was earring and what I liked about my Titan Tron is it was a a throwback because um when I did my 2020 promo where I called out every wrestler that I wanted to face you know. Exactly. Before COVID happened, but you know, you were my main focus, caution, and that's why I mentioned, like, that's why I was breaking, you know, the glass photos so I could show that, you know, yeah. I wanted to do this, and like, I'm making it happen, and at the end, I'm like, caution, we are the virus, and I smash your glass photo, 
It has the heartbeat monitor. Then it plays my Titan Tron with like some of the best moments, you know? Yeah. You know, and I, what's up? Uh, this this is what I thought it would be cool. What, what if it was like the exact same Titan Tron, but after you did the We Are the Virus, it does your little evil laugh before the beep, 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 beep. Like, I, I feel like that would have been cool. Like, instead of that, it's, it's just like you're, because you, you do, whenever you laugh, bro, I don't know if you know that it's maniacal, but it's maniacal. Like, well, what's that maniacal? Like, what is that? Like, because, like, like, when it, you have an evil laugh, like, I, I, I don't know what it is, because, like, whenever you, uh, Whenever you had that belly laugh, uh-huh. like uh, when was the? I'm, I'm trying to think of the one promo, the one whenever you were by the road. Okay. The one whenever you're by the road, and, and then you did like a little laugh, and then you 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 did like a little breath, and then you got back into your promo. It was evil, and I liked it because it uh-huh. made you seem cocky. <laughs> like no, I, I get what you mean now. Uh huh. That's what I liked about it. But I feel like if it was like it, it was like we are the it was like we are the virus. And then you're like <laughs> and, and then it right. leads into the in the night. Bro, let's talk about my song. Like fucking what's his name? I think it was um Thorn Gage. He really yes. likes my theme. Yes. I swear there was so many times that that theme was played while you were down here. For real. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't just you playing it, like they were out there jamming to your theme, bro. For real, like that shit just goes hard. Like even the song, word. I mean, not word of life, because that's the artist. Heart, heartless. It was a cover, but like, I just like the vocal chords, like the instruments that was used. But it just felt can felt good, man. You know, I just like the song. That's why I kept. That's why I chose it. You know, every time that I watch like the uh, the entrance for the virus, uh-huh. I every time whenever Mike Oxenormous is doing the commentary, he says right. that he gets goosebumps. This uh-huh. year for Devil's Night Two was the the first year that I actually got goosebumps on my entrance, like mm-hmm. like for real, for real. Because like I was I was rewatching it, and this was after it was being posted, and I hadn't watched the video fully edited. Yeah, like I had I had only seen I had only seen like our match, and you know I'd seen where you had thrown a few overlays on, on it, but other than that, I really hadn't seen it. And then I watched my entrance, and it was the way because I I had edited my uh my theme song. So to where I want I wanted it the, the way that I wanted it to sound because I had the 365 days part at the front of it. Yes. And, and uh, but whenever I said the we are the virus, I put my own scream under it. Like I layered it under it. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. Like whenever you hear the we are the virus, it's not just the lead singer of Raven Face. It's also me. And the way that I echoed it, like it gave me goosebumps as soon as I heard it. And then like the automatic rage that I seen in my face when uh-huh. I came out, I was like, oh my God, I look like a badass. <laughs> like For real. And let's talk about goosebumps. When we were in backstage, right before we did our entrance for a match, when your song was playing, I remember, you know, you had like a cigarette, you took like a, like a fucking tuck. I think, I, I don't know how you say it, but like, yeah. you know, you, you fucking put it out, you hit your hand on the door and like, fuck. From my point of view, like I fucking like I wasn't scared. I mean, I guess you could say I was scared, but like I was like so intense, like holy shit, like because I got to see it behind the camera, you know? Yeah, yeah, I I do remember it too because you were like good luck, and I didn't say shit. I just looked at you. <laughs> I didn't say shit. You were that, like, you know, that was effort, not Derek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were like you were like good luck. I didn't say shit. I just looked at you. I punched the door and I walked out. <laughs> oh shit! But but I like what you said where. You know, last year for the first Devil's Night, I was all white. You were all black attire. But this year, you had like a different, unique attire look, you know? Yeah, I, then, I did like that one. Then with my attire, it was like more of like like combat war. Like I'm going to war again, you know? Yeah, with the Maximus Roman shirt. For uh, And I just had to, you know, give you know props to him because, you know, that kind of – because, okay, to be honest, before the day – yeah, it was the day – during the match, like when you went inside to like you know hang out with your girlfriend or something, I was legit in the shed room or the the shed right yeah where I was staying at. I was actually watching Maximus Roman versus Matt Thunder match just to get in the mindset like okay how how could I do to like not necessarily be like them because I wasn't trying to copy them or anything. I just like yeah. to watch it because you're watching because I, I I was I was doing pretty much my same research, but whenever I was in here, I was watching uh Cage and. Cameron Jackson at Best okay. in the Yard three, right? Because uh, I I I love their their rivalry. That was that's my favorite backyard wrestling rivalry of all time, in my opinion. From uh-huh. from as long as I've been watching, at least. For real, and I don't know if you noticed, but 
you know, I brought my barbed wire back. I'm pretty sure if you guys watched Devil's Night 2, you guys seen it. But, like, every time I would watch, like, a match, I would have it in my hands, you know? Like, I guess so. What's Go up? ahead. I was going to say, you cut my damn finger with that thing. Oh, shit. I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, no, you told me about it. I remember that. Yeah. But, like, yeah. the way I, I had it in my hands and I had it on your forehead, you know, I was, like, kind of, like, protecting you because it wasn't, like, really touching you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was whatever you did it. It was because I, I tried to like grab it and you right. yanked it. And as soon as you did, I, it like it like my like I saw I saw the little slash. I was like, damn it. <laughs> right. It, the the entire match was uh like there, there was barely any botches in, in really? other than uh, other than you went to go slam my head off the table and it collapsed. For real. <laughs> I mean, even though it was a botch, quotation marks, we still made it. We still salvage. Salvage we, re- we recovered. There you go. Okay, that's the word. But we, like we, the way we, the table was set up, it. I was like thinking about okay, I'm gonna do a suplex, you know, because the way it was set up, it would yep. look perfectly. And then I didn't let you do a suplex. Well, and you were like, <laughs> okay, suplex. You were like, no, no, it's like this. Holy shit! Holy shit! And you're like fucking dancing, and I was like, come on, oh, I yeah. wish I was a part of it too. <laughs> but, Hell yeah! But ah, uh, well, what do you think the 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 fans said about the match? They all loved it. Uh, so uh, let let me read you actual footage. Hold up. Okay. Wow, wow, look at it. So I remember the night right the the night of Devil's Night. Everybody got home. You know, we had a little after party afterwards. For real, we went over, we went over to my girl's house, had a fire. But there was wait, some... do you remember? Do you remember what happened? Like the moment I got there. Do you remember? Oh, all right. You get... <laughs> so. Uh, so my girlfriend's dad, he's a he's a character nonetheless. Okay. And uh, <laughs> he uh, he told so I went to the house before because I had to go pick up the table and I had to go pick up the light for the match for the lighting. And as soon as I got there, he goes, he goes, where's your boy? And he's talking about <laughs> it. And I was and I was like, he's at the house. He's still training. And then he was and he was like, whenever he gets here, I'm a body slam his ass. Oh, fuck. And I was, <laughs> And I was like, okay, I didn't really think much of it. And uh-huh. then, uh, then I get I get back, and we get back to to the house, and we all start chilling. And then I we we go back later on that night, and I, he walks up to me and he hands me a beer, and I was like, nah, I'm good. And I realized that it was already open, and that it was his <laughs> beer, and it was already halfway gone. And then I look behind me, and then Efren's in the air. <laughs> <laughs> He he scooped Efren up like he went to go shake his hand. For I remember that. Like I was shaking his hand. And then in a matter like it was little, it wasn't even one second, half a second, Efren was upside down. And he was like, he was like, oh, oh holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Because <laughs> one, I didn't expect that. You know, I thought he was like gonna come to me with open hands, but you know, not yeah. literally, but he fucking picked me up in the air, like like not even a second, like you said. Yeah. The part that got me, uh, that, that made me laugh even more is whenever he got you in the kitchen from behind. For real, <laughs> that <laughs> called me out of nowhere, man. So like he got you in world strongest slam position from the uh-huh. back, and it yeah. was so fucking fun because me and you were just having a conversation. Then he exactly you up. <laughs> it was, but anyways, I found the message. So uh, this is from Aiden Anderson. And he said, all of it, dude. Y'all made me feel like a legit kid again. Y'all gave me a shock and an all factor, which is something I ain't felt since I watched professional wrestling. And then he mentioned me and he meant, he, he added me and Efren. And he said, y'all two are some legends for that shit. Both of you. The moment I saw the virus tap, I literally looked back at the crowd for reassurance of what the fuck I just saw. One man is capable of doing that, and that is the doctor. Best match of TWF for me ever. Fuck. Well, I remember when I read that out. Fuck, I almost got in tears, man. And then uh, he also sent a video the night after Backyard Mania. I bruised his arm and I bruised his chest really bad. Oh, I remember that. Fuck. He was, ta- he was taking a shit and he sent it to the group chat. <laughs> yeah. So he yeah. was he was kind he kind of he kind of had his junk tucked with his legs put together, <laughs> sending a video to us. <laughs> oh, right. Oh God. You know, giving himself a tail and. Yeah. He's a character, man. He is a character, but I love him to death. Uh-huh. And what I loved was um the moment I arrived to you guys' home, it was you and Gage, and I forgot who had the poster, but like you guys made a poster for me or a sign. It was, it was me, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have it with me. I just need to look 
threw out my paper box, but I still have it with me. It said, uh, welcome to North Carolina, Efren. And on the back, it said, welcome to hell, Derek. For real. Hang on. Yeah. Give me a second. I'm trying to find something. Hang on. I got gotcha. you. Uh, where is it? Okay. So, could you hear me now? I can hear you clearly. Okay. I just found the box of my papers. I'm just scrolling through my magazines and stuff. Uh, where yeah, is it? You, you bought a magazine while you were down here the first time. Yeah. Went to Walmart, and then a then an old guy kept talking about his his calluses on his feet. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. We, uh, Efren was buying some shoes for for Devil's Night because I had some cool shoes that I had just gotten for it. So he, he got him he got him a pair of shoes, and this guy just starts walking up and talking about his damn feet and shows his damn bunions on his toes. Holy shit! And me and Efren were too nice of people to be like, get the fuck out of here, bro! Like for real. Like we were both thinking it. I could see it in his eyes and he could see it in mine. I could tell it, but this dude proceeded to show us his toes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Okay, so right now I have the, the poster sign that you guys made me. Here, let me open it with caution. No pun intended. Okay, it says welcome to NC Efren. That's the front side. And the back it says, Welcome to hell. <laughs> Derek Destroyer. <laughs> it has a picture of a devil's face with the fucking, what is it? The fork? Oh, yeah, pitchfork. Yeah, there you go, pitchfork. And the other paper I have, and I'm planning to frame it, but I, I haven't framed it, but I still keep it in good condition. It's the Devil's Night contract signing. Oh, yes. I still have it. Like, technically, holy technically, I mean, if you want to get all logical with it, wasn't that contract signed in red ink? Yes. That's no not a valid. That's not a valid contract. Can't sign a contract with red ink. So therefore, Derek might have never lost. Well, maybe I'm still champion. <laughs> maybe, maybe you are, but you may, the world may never know. Uh huh. Only, but, only if you've watched this far into this episode of Beyond the Yard. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, on the bottom it says "Good luck" with the X as eyes, smiley face. Hell yes. But man, what a fucking Devil's Night! But so far, we talked about the day before Devil's Night, the day, no, the morning of Devil's Night, the entrance of Devil's Night. But let's talk about the match of Devil's Night. The match of Devil's Night. There was there was so much brutality within that. So the start of the match, we uh we didn't start it the same as we did last year. We started mm -hmm. off with a collar and elbow tie up. Exactly. In which we did that, and then I power bombed you almost instantly after, just like I did at Devil's Night One, mm -hmm. taking your ass straight to the damn mat. And all, that was that was countless brutality all throughout all of it. There was so many moments that had me on the edge of my seat, and I had already knew everything that happened. Me too. But uh, the the spots that really stuck out to me the most, uh, I would have to say, obviously table spot number one, table spot number two was pretty crazy. Whenever you did mm -hmm. the front flip. Uh, what was what was the one? Whenever you did the uh the the sharpshooter through the pole, for real, I thought that was pretty unique. You know, it was. Uh, I Are did. You... I, I the spear through the through the Titantron, and I, I like the ending too. Whenever you went to go hit the Huracan, and I hit the uh -huh. tombstone for the win. Right. And what I liked about our match was like it was a forty-five minute Ironman match. With so violence <laughs> exactly pretty much but it was kind of the same length to our first match at devil's night yeah it was it, it came close for real because it, it's kind of crazy to think about this so our first match like we didn't have like a time limit because we just had to go from one match to the second match to the third match that's simple but in an iron man match we had like a time limit so it looks like we had enough time but we just had to put so much stuff in that match you know Exactly. Like it was, it was so much effort. Every time you look at the clock, it looks like there's more time on it. For like, you're like, what? How the hell did it go back up to 30? You know? Exactly. But that was at the same time, we were just hitting so many power moves just over and over and over. Like we were, we were like destroying each other quite literally, no pun intended. Like we exactly. were, like we were, we were killing each other. Like it was, uh -huh. a, it was a bludgeon. And, uh, like the crowd reaction that we got out of it was, was the most amazing part. Like for real, it was they. They were there to see you die. <laughs> like the the one of the the highlights that I remember was um 
I think you you were winning like at four and I was at three and I hit you with the diagnosis of destruction and like it was like one, two, three, engage because he was like sitting on the table. He was like, like I forgot what exactly, but he said, how the fuck do you drop the ball like that? Yeah, how you <laughs> drop the fucking ball like that? Like, oh God, like that's just pure reaction. Like that's what I love. And, and, and like it said in the text, whenever I tapped out, so I had fun fact about caution and TWF. I have never, ever tapped out. And uh, even because I, I, I never did amateur wrestling or anything, but I've had plenty of drunken bouts with my friends uh, mm-hmm. just wrestling out in the yard. And yeah. like there, there's there's been a handful of times where I have tapped out. I would say I, I can't I don't think it, it'll fit both of my fingers. Probably I think I probably tapped out probably a good eight, nine times. Uh-huh. But, you know, I, I tapped out to Derek Destroyer and Gage flipped because I don't I don't think you understand. So Gage. Whenever we be out here and we be having our fun nights, we be out here partying. It is his sole mission to make me tap out, and he cannot do it. Uh-huh. And he he has like a good like forty pounds over me. He has like a good couple inches of height over me. Yeah, he's stronger than me. Like he works out on a regular basis, and like uh-huh. I don't, and he still couldn't beat me. And to to for you to like tap me out like that that made him so mad. <laughs> right, but fuck, what was he gonna say? Oh, crap. Oh, I was just thinking that it was right, literally. Well, anyways, I'll come back to it. But just like how you said, where, you know, you guys would have like drunken bouts, I guess. Is that mm-hmm. what you guys call it or what? That's what I call it. Okay. <laughs> no, but what I liked about Devil's Night was um we did our research, you know, like we watched like an Ironman match between John Cena and Randy Orton. We did. that, And, and <laughs> that I remember match- Trist- Trista was there and Caleb was there. I remember that. Yeah, dude, that match, it was it was put under the bet one of the best uh, false count anywhere matches, and I do have to agree with it. Uh-huh. But that was just a John Cena squash match. <laughs> For real, <laughs> it was just a John Cena because the the part that really got me was after like Randy had beat the shit out of him for like uh-huh. like like ten of these forty five minutes. Yeah, he, he, he like John Cena hits one move, he walked up the aisle. <laughs> and, and just hung out up at the top. I'm yeah, like, it made me so mad. I'm like, bro, <laughs> like it really made me go for John Cena. So I, I, I think that's what they were going for. But it was, uh-huh. it was crazy. Uh huh. But that amazing match for real. And what I liked about our matches, you know, I wouldn't say there was botches, but you know, I would say the referee kind of, you know, wasn't favors with, you know, wasn't working with Derek. I guess. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> no, but, fuck. Like, it was kind of, I wouldn't say complicated, but it was just, like, a bit, not not stressful, but it's just, you know, since we were, like, under the time limit, you know? I, I don't know. I found it to be very stressful. I found that entire event to be very stressful because I felt, I mean, it, it was our event, mine and your event, but I True. felt... I felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders that day of how mm-hmm. many questions I got asked and how everything was going down. For real. The 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 part that made me the maddest, God bless his soul. Ace, he came in. I, I was doing my face paint. He walked in and out of our house. About, <laughs> okay. Like five, six times. I remember that. <laughs> just coming to tell me more and more information. I'm like, bro, I'll figure this out when I get out there. Yeah, just I remember that. Do your shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I got... I got genuinely mad, bro. Go do your shit. It's okay. I don't have to be there. Like, and, for real. But uh, the only the only thing I do have to say about Devil's Night, to and, and they agree with me that Devil's Night one match, Jesus, or the devil, the first match, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they, uh, they they agreed with me on it because uh, me and me and Shotgun Stevens were having a conversation the other day, mm-hmm. and then uh, he said he watched that match and he said. How did I go so good at Backyard Mania to that? <laughs> and wow. I was like, it, I was like, it was the crowd, bro. And For he was real. like, I feel it. Yeah, I mean, Backyard Mania, especially the main event, technically had a crowd, you know. Yeah, I guess I could kind of say that, but you know, overall, it, Devil's Night, you know, it was more of a crowd. It was a little mini crowd, and and one of the things that I did like about it is because ever since I met you, you you've been talking about meeting Bang Kid. And like, like standing next to Bankhead just to see that you and you finally got to. But yeah. the part, the part that that cracked me up the most, whenever, whenever you were down here, you sized him up. 
<laughs> you, it, it was so funny because <laughs> he went to like you went for a handshake and he went for a dap up and you pulled him in and uh -huh. like he's like six foot four and he's and, like he looks scared of you and it was so funny <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'm like a chihuahua facing a pit bull <laughs> exactly not even a pit bull like i would classify him under the great dane region like that's okay a, that's a big dude for real no but it was like overall it was like phenomenal to see the like the twf guys in general because like fuck i grew up watching you guys you know exactly and we got like, the most iconic picture of for twf of all time for real fuck okay <laughs> well my time down there i would always watch you know hulu and my favorite show would be my name is earl so when there were times when me and caution took photos together i would legit have my eyes closed yeah just like earl did <laughs> like it was it was so funny that was like three separate pictures for real and, like, I didn't even notice until, like, we looked back at it, you know? It's crazy. But, fuck. Yeah, it was, like, so cool to see Bane Kid, Gage, Shotgun Steven, Ace Diamond. Like, wow, makes me feel like a kid again. Exactly, because it was, it was part of our childhood. But, uh -huh. and, and speaking of it, going into adulthood, let's talk about your BTW. The, For real. The, so, so how, how 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 was it over there? How was the experience on your hand? I, I I'm gonna be honest. I've been slacking on watching the Beyond the Yard, and I need I, I need to know your input. I, I would rather have you directly tell it to me. Okay, so okay, the way it worked or the way it was. So I I flew in an airplane. I was okay. Original plan was to drive, but I realized hell no, I'm too tired. Well, turns out I wasn't tired because I drove to fucking North Carolina. But so yeah. I took an airplane. And, you know, when I was flying over there, I fucking felt like a legit professional wrestler because, you know, they do that, you know? Yeah. So I was like, in my own mind, I was pretty much just listening to like wrestling music, you know, on a loop. But it just felt so cool, like being picked up at the airport with like RJS and his dad. Like that was fucking cool. We were listening to wrestling music and talking about wrestling questions. And fuck, over there, the first days, it was kind of odd because we're in different time zones. Like over there, like right now it's nine, but over there it would be seven. So I would get tired. I would say quicker, if that makes sense. Cause mm -hmm. I'm used to my time zones. Yeah. But it was like cool. It was like seeing like your college friends again. Like you haven't seen your friends since high school. I guess you could say that, you know, I feel it. So it was kind of similar how I met you, you know? Yeah. But instead of, you know, it was just us. Like, it was, like, RJS, BES, his brother, his dad. You know, it was, like, a cool experience. Then in the morning, we got to train. We got to, you know, practice. We got to film some content for ACW. Then later that day, we went to the airport to pick up the CBW guys. Mm -hmm. And that felt cool because we get to pick up more more people. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm not the only one, you know? Hell, yeah. And it kind of felt odd because, you know, there was more – CBW guys and ACW guys, to be honest. Unless we count Skullface, but that's a different story. Yeah, I uh, I, I had I had a similar experience whenever I I did, uh, excuse me, Best in the Yard four. Uh, I was I was in the pre-show of Best in the Yard four, and I had a similar experience because they had all the guys from NUW up there in New York come down. Uh -huh. DB, DBW from uh, I think Pittsburgh was down or was came down. Uh. It was a, it was a lot of different companies. It was a lot of different guys there. Like that was like twenty plus grown ass men staying in one house. Wow. And uh, I don't know if I ever told this story, and if I if I haven't, then I, I need to tell it now because it's one of my favorite stories. Okay. So uh, I, Navon McDonald, he is a. Mm hmm. Shit, he ain't up. I'm sorry, fans of the ACW universe. This piece of shit just crashed on me mid podcast. Uh, I truly do apologize. I did not mean for that to happen, but overall, I feel like this was a great podcast with, uh, with Efren on Beyond the Yard. I always love being on Beyond the Yard. I always love, you know, you know, having a great chat with Efren and, uh, hopefully to be on Beyond the Yard more. Uh, thank you for allowing me to be on here, Efren, and we are the virus. Mm -hmm.